This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, the news this morning is that Kim Kardashian has actually spoken about... Kanye West, her husband, what we've been wondering about what's going on with him. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, so, uh, how about should I just get started by reading her actual statement? The statement from Kim Kardashian, um, and this comes courtesy of her Instagram stories. So this is where you find it. Um, she says, Kim Kardashian of her husband, Kanye West, as many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I'm very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help, no matter how hard the family and friends try. Uh, she goes on to say basically that she understands that Kanye is subject to criticism because of the fact that he's a public figure and that his actions often, I'm now I'm paraphrasing, cause strong opinions and emotions. Mm -hmm. She says he's a brilliant and complicated person. Uh, and he, he has a lot uh, to deal with in his life. Um, she says living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unobtainable they may be to some. That's part of his genius. And we've all witnessed many of his big dreams have come true. Uh, and then she goes on to just talk a little bit more about mental health and the stigma around it. And, um, and, and she ends it by saying with love. Oh, she says, thank you for those who have expressed concern for Kanye's well-being and for and for your understanding with love and gratitude, Kim Kardashian West. So that's, I mean, the beginning part I read word for word and then uh, I kind of started to paraphrase. But this is what we had talked about yesterday, that Kim had an opportunity. And essentially, I think she listens to our show. Yeah, I was going to say, um, when I saw this, I thought, well, okay, good. Kim Kardashian's listening to our show. Uh, she listened to our episode yesterday. And I said she really had an opportunity in this moment to address the public. And for somebody who lives her life in the public so openly, and by openly I use that term loosely because I really don't think she is, living her life openly and hasn't for years but lives under the guise that she's sharing her life openly anyway she had an opportunity to take that vehicle of uh, you know that window that she has opened to share with the world some insights so that 
you don't have people running around trying to postulate what's going on, quote unquote, with Kanye West and able to have a conversation a little bit more um, informed than, you know, oftentimes the conversation on the Internet is. She had that opportunity and she availed herself of that opportunity and of that opportunity and of the availing. I would say, you know, she, it's a very good statement. I, I kind of feel like I'm like, did she write that? But right. whatever, it doesn't matter. Style points. Because um, it sounds very therapeutic and it's, you know, it, it sounds like that was that was a statement um, very well thought through that probably had some input at the very least from other people. Anyway. Well, and, and actually, honestly, like, you know, from a therapist, like you said, but also probably legally, she had to yeah. have, yeah, some other eyeballs on that. So, um, but my point is that I think it's a good statement and it's a good first step. And it's certainly out of the realm of uh, the traditional way that um, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have addressed these things in the media. And specifically just Kim Kardashian. She doesn't talk generally a lot about stuff like this and so the fact that she took this moment to do this great it's a great first step and for the casual observer this will this will just you know give people what they need like most people aren't paying attention to what's going on with kim kardashian and kanye west most days right everybody was paying attention to this because of the the hubbub that his statements on twitter drew the ire that it drew from the world so everybody was sort of like if you walked up to somebody on the street who's mildly plugged into the internet they would know that there's something going on with Kanye. And this statement will address most of those people adequately. I think there's still a bunch of questions and a bunch of um, things we need to think about and talk about in terms of those of us who, you know, have sort of been watching this unfold for years in terms of their relationship and in terms of what's Kanye, what's his creativity, what's his mental illness, mm -hmm. insofar as, you know, that's what we care about. Yeah. Um yeah, here's the thing. Like, you start to see this human side of Kim Kardashian that we don't usually see on Keeping Up with the Kardashians when she's speaking kind of about the vulnerability of being in a relationship with a person um, that is going through what Kanye is going through. Um, and I, you know, no doubt she's responding both to, as you mentioned, Bradley, the uh, Twitter, the two, he's now twice kind of said some things on Twitter mm -hmm. about her and her family, but also people uh, were have been paying attention because of that rally he held in South Carolina mm -hmm. that, that really got tongues wagging. Um, and, you know, honestly, I, I, I think it was likely just a matter of time before Kim really felt like she had to actually say something because I think more people than usual are paying attention. Well, and I, I think from a safety perspective, she probably felt the need to talk about it so that, you know, because she's got a lot of kids now mm -hmm. um, and they, you know, I just feel like the the stakes are higher. Yeah. It's also clear that this was um, a moment, a different moment than the other moments that have led up to this moment, meaning the previous outbursts on Twitter, meaning the previous other sort of um, odd, um, and I use that term just, you know, glancingly behavior from Kanye West or because again she she sort of rides this thing where she shares everything but nothing at the same time and so we're sort of left to kind of look through the tea leaves it's clearly different this time because and you don't have to take my word for it if you just look at and trust us from people who look at tabloids on a regular basis if you just look at the uh, level 
of tabloid um, interest in this story and and the number of exclusive just pick like okay so what do we always say about exclusive stories in tabloids like people magazine daily mail us weekly etc the call is coming from inside the house meaning somebody on the inside of the story who has direct knowledge of the story likely somebody who wants to manipulate the narrative of the story is the one supplying the tabloid with the story yeah and that has increased in this particular go round mm. um, with Kanye West's outbursts and his his rally and all of that stuff. The very, very uncomfortable and very um, private family matters that he was sharing in public. Like this time was different, such that I've seen. You know, last night I was looking through, and there are a number of places where the Kardashians clearly are speaking to tabloids, saying like, and I don't know if it's. I, I assume it's Chris. I don't feel like. Kim is really plugged into like like if she wants something in tabloids meaning hey we need to get this story out she calls her mom and her right. mom does all this work because her mom is plugged into people like Harvey Levin over at TMZ etc mm -hmm. but in this moment even more so to places like Us Weekly um the Daily Mail other tabloids that you don't typically see a lot of exclusive stories and the us weekly story in particular was just much of the same that kim uh and her family felt like kanye west had crossed a line this time by sharing and that's typically the response you've seen to mm -hmm. this moment is that they were very uncomfortable if you believe the stories by his sharing i mean he essentially said that sh that kim kardashian was ready to have an abortion like really uncom uncomfortable family, mm -hmm. uncomfortable for us because it's a family matter and it's not something that we need to be privy to. And I yeah. think it was it was the 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 depth and this the just personal nature of his revelations. But also, they are on such a level of publicity now, and um, they're just at a level that you can't just let that sit out there and not go unaddressed. Absolutely, not go addressed. Absolutely. Um, and to your point, you know, I, I had also read a, an article in People that was a similar kind of exclusive where that one was telling the story about how Kim had been trying to help Kanye for a long time. So you get the idea that the Kardashians have been trying to do as much damage control as possible without publicly acknowledging what was actually going on. Uh, until Kim spoke today yeah. via her um, Instagram. And I, I really do think, you know, I imagine that Kim Kardashian has learned various lessons uh, throughout her time in the public eye. Um, and that's to put it mildly. I think, you know, that robbery that she experienced was like a very big wake up call. Um, and I'm sure she has sort of like just become a much more private person, quote unquote, in the in the way that she shares things on social media but i still think it's such a weird dance that they have chosen for themselves because literally their their livelihood mm -hmm. is sharing their life with the world but then to demand privacy in return is a very odd because like for normal people sure Mm -hmm. I don't want to know what's going on in your life. I don't feel like I have a right to understand what's going on in your private life without right. you sharing it. Um, I don't think you necessarily, like, again, I don't think I need to know all the gory details of your life. 
nor do I have time to pay attention to them. But I do feel like sometimes that criticism comes across a little like, uh, well, what are you doing? You know, you can, I don't know that you can have it both ways. I don't know that you get to dictate what level of interest the public has. Do you, This is not the first time we've intersected this when it comes to the Kardashians. I mean, we time and again, we've done it. But most um, notably, I want to say two things having to do with Chloe. So first, when her marriage was breaking down, Mm -hmm. we got that same conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get to have access to this piece of my life. When that piece of their life had been the subject of their show for so long. And the same was true when, oh, geez, oh, geez, what was her ex-ex-husband's, her ex-husband? Oh, shoot. What, What was his name? Why can't I remember it? The one who had the medical event uh, at the brothel in Las Vegas. Um, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom, Odom. thank you. I just, like, it went blank. Um, That was another time when the request for privacy, which, to your point, Bradley, it's it's hard to kind of digest that when nothing about their lives has been private. Yeah, it's one thing like like what what we always talk about the like one Osborne who never showed up on the show. Amy. Amy, so Amy Osborne, right? Like it's not our business what's going on in her life because she's chosen to not make her life public. So if people start digging into all that, it's like, well, okay, now you're being a little nosy in a way that's, you know, um that I I wouldn't be comfortable with. I might be fascinated, curious like what goes on with the person behind the scenes. But mm-hmm. beyond that, it just seems like it's off limits because you've created you you presented that as the limit, right? Right. Whereas in you know, I guess you could say that. Uh, well, no, I just think you're put you put your relationship with Kanye West out there, mm-hmm. so and have commodified it like they've literally commodified their private lives for how long? And I don't believe that that's a blank check for the public to then know everything about you. Like I said, the most uncomfortable thing we learned was courtesy of her husband. Her husband shared those things. Right, right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is here to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Colleen, Bradley, Holly. Nice to hear your voices. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today and also yours, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Reese. You know, yesterday we were talking a lot about Kanye West and what is happening with him. And um, I thought you two were very responsible in terms of hmm. trying not to speculate too much 
when it comes to people who are dealing with mental health issues. Are those mental health issues responsible for his behavior or is it something else? Well, now I think we are getting some more insight and that is coming from Kim Kardashian. Yes. Kanye's wife. Um, So on Kim's Instagram story, she shared that she felt the need to comment on her husband's health because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health as he has been going on these Twitter tirades about his family uh, saying that Kim has been trying to divorce him and also feeling jealous about Kim's relationship with Meek Mill, who she's been working with on prison reform, which apparently consisted of one meeting at a restaurant. And it's it really does show you in a, and she pointed this out in her statement where she made a very specific reference to like when somebody's an adult dealing with these issues. Yes, that's a far different thing than, uh, you know, when somebody's a minor like you, you don't have the I mean, you're there's very little she can do. Right. And so apparently, according to sources, she's been trying to get him help for weeks. And here's what Kim said. As many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I'm very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. She went on and said that families who struggle with someone who suffers from mental illness are powerless unless the member is a minor. So when it comes to like, why aren't you doing something? You can't do something. She said, people who are unaware or far more removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves has to engage in the process of getting help, no matter how hard family and friends try. You know what I hear in there too from Kim is If you've ever been in a relationship with a person who has either maybe a mental health issue or an addiction issue, um, they have their story to tell. Right. Uh, When you are a person who's in relationship with them and love them and care about them, you have a story as well. But in the telling of your story, it's important to be protective and uh, respectful of not telling their story for them. For sure. And I hear her in that statement very carefully stepping beside that line mm-hmm. and saying, you know, the, here's why I haven't spoken because I do think a lot of people turned to Kim and thought, Kim, why aren't you doing something? Right. Yeah. And, and she's she very exp- well might be doing something, but can't tell you she's doing. Well, right. and or is what, doing everything she or can. she's doing everything she possibly can. Mm-hmm. I mean, there comes a point where what do you do? I mean, he's an adult. Right. It's a very difficult Situation. She said about Kanye, he is a brilliant but complicated person who, on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words do not align with his intentions. She was asking fans for compassion and empathy and thanking people who are expressing concern for Kanye West's well-being, which is certainly what I think you're seeing across the board. I mean, I've been reading all the headlines about this and they're they are coming from a place of like we recognize that Kanye deals with a mental health illness mm-hmm. and mental illness. And so what is happening here? I mean, there's a concern. I, I, I am curious to just from because this is what we do for a living. I, I just feel like that statement came from a very centered place. And I'm not sure that it was Kim Kardashian directly. Mm-hmm. I would be curious to know who helped her craft that statement. Well, yeah. she's probably in a lot of therapy. 
Well, I mean, you have to be in therapy. Mm -hmm. She should be in therapy regardless. Everyone should be in therapy regardless of anything. You know what I've always said? (laughs) You should be assigned a therapist at birth. At birth. And then they just follow you through. And here we are. And then we just move on to the next thing. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Yes. And if you're going to get in a relationship with someone, then you have a relationship therapist to deal with that. Not a bad idea. It's a brilliant idea. I do have to say this. One last thing about Kim. You know, we have seen her go through many marriages. And um, you do get the impression from her words and from the way she has... um, worked through some of these hiccups and bumps uh, in Kanye's life with him, you get the feeling that this, that, you know, really she is putting the work in. Yeah. on In a very difficult relationship. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, Us Weekly is reporting that she has been meeting with lawyers to explore and talk about a divorce, that she has wanted to make it work and been trying to make it work, but she hasn't gone forward with the divorce in the past because of her children. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know... People in all kinds of relationships think about getting divorced. And when you have these kind of pressures, I can't even imagine. imagine. And and to be on the platform on the stage that she's on. Right. Mm -hmm. And sources telling People Magazine that Kim has been trying to get Kanye West help for weeks. They want him to be healthy. They are in contact with medical professionals for guidance. And uh, she is trying to do everything Mm -hmm. that she can to help him. But he is in at the compound in Wyoming because he doesn't want help. If he wanted help, he would come back to L.A., is what this source says. Well, Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that update, uh, that wonderful dirt alert. And uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. We need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions we do it every day at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge 30 second pop culture challenge Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Gretchen. We've got Gretchen on the line, and what is Gretchen playing for? Gretchen is playing for this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Fabulous. Gretchen, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am ready. All right, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who plays Lando Calrissian in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi? Yes. Who is the main villain in the cartoon He-Man? He-Woman? No. No. Dave Grohl played drums for what alternative band? Nirvana. The Buckmans are the couple at the center of what sitcom? Uh, The Buttman? (laughs) The (laughs) Buckmans. Yellowstone. Nope. Mm. Oh, poor Gretchen. Gretchen, I love you. Uh, the the Buttman and the Yellowstone. The very best. That was a good laugh. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, thank you for making us laugh. The Buttmans. And you can have a chance to play it again tomorrow. Well, at we least you didn't think I said something else. This, this is true. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for not saying that out loud, yes. Gretchen. Yes. Uh, 
you can play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's go back and answer the questions that she did not get real. Who played Lando Calrissian in the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi movies? That is Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. He was in our studio. Uh, okay, and who's the main villain in the cartoon He-Man? Oh, also has been in our studio. Skeletor. No, Skeletor's never been. It's not nice to call people names. Speak for yourself. Um, Dave Grohl. Play, oh, no, she got that. The Buckmans. Buckmans. Buckmans are the couple at the center of what sitcom? That would be mad about you. I would not have known that. What color is Prince's little Corvette? That's going to be red. Thank you very much. Uh, and now that we've gotten the answers to all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Now, I would like to clarify, I totally watch a sitcom about the Buttmans. So, Hollywood? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Get on you it. can. Just Google it. and I'm not sure it's a sitcom. <laughs> There's websites for it. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. The A-list reality star is being comforted by this cable news fixture. <gasps> and by comforted, yeah, you know. <gasps> oh. Kim Kardashian is the reality star? Geraldo? E? What? E. The network. Oh, the purse. It's not. It's I'm not like, a who's person. E? <laughs> I know. I was like, wait. I was okay. So this is okay. Get so, in my brain for a second. I'm like, yeah. the whole network is doing it with her. No. Okay. Cable. A person from a cable news. <laughs> cable news. Yeah. The cable person uh, news fixture is Mario neither Lopez. <laughs> okay. Here, North Colleen. Okay. You're fired. You have to Sorry. turn off your mic. Sorry, go ahead. All right. That's um, you know, we're not sure. Looking at the comment section from crazydaysandnights.net, uh, there is no consensus on who this cable news person is. Well, what are the options? Well, let's see. Some people... Well, Anderson Cooper? I mean, it's not going to be a gay. It's true. Yeah, who are the options? Well, let's see who the options are. Wolf Blitzer? Are. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know her. Uh, no, it is not Wolf Blitzer, although I do like that storyline. Well, what's a cable news fixture? <laughs> now, some people did say Geraldo. That's not true. Oh, I really like that story. Some though. people said Kim Kardashian and Van Jones. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do they know each other? I have no idea if they know each other. Very So that's why we don't know who the cable news person is. It could be any number of people who are either anchors, reporters, commentators, any yeah. kind of talking head out there. But what this blind item is saying, filling in the blank, is that Kim Kardashian is being comforted by someone that she is not married to. Um. Also... He has interviewed her. Van Jones full interview with Kim Kardashian West. Um, was that did he conduct that interview in a bed? <laughs> no, but it's it's all about and it looks like as lately as lately as recently as April 20th, Kim Kardashian on working with 
the president on prison reform, and she's telling Van Jones about it. So, mm, mm. interesting. Next. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. Don't forget that the siblings and others are opposed to freeing the A-list singer in quotation marks because then cash might not be flowing quite as freely. Oh, that would be Britney. Britney Spears. And that would be her sister, Jamie Lynn. Mm. Yeah, so don't forget that Jamie Lynn Spears and others are opposed to freeing Britney Spears. Because then cash might not be flowing quite as freely. Well, and this is, of course, in response to the fact that Jamie Lynn uh, just did like a conversation, a conversation, an interview (laughs) where she basically was like, yeah, Britney's a firecracker. She's a strong ass woman. And so there's no way she's going to make it sound like she's not. And also, too, she did this whole thing about standing up for Kanye, or not standing up for Kanye, but basically trying to stand up against the trolls, I guess, or be protective of Kanye. Oh, Jamie Lynn did? Yeah. Yeah. So what what I think that shows is that, like, I just, I just feel like she would want, I guess I don't know what dots I'm connecting here, but it just seems to make sense right. that she would be you know, commenting on something like this, drawing like the that importance thread of like um, maintaining a healthy relationship with mental illness mm-hmm. because of her sister. Long story. Mm-hmm. Free Brittany. I hear you. Blinded by the item. <laughs> I want to make sure that we had our closing statements yeah, about I, I Britney Spears and that blind item. All right. Here's the defense our- rest. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. Try this one. All of this buzz from the multiple time, multiple time former talk show host slash reporter makes you wonder if he's one of the several John Doe's scattered throughout the cases. Ew, is this an Epstein experience? Related. Geraldo. Oh my God, I just wanted to share something with you in an update from uh, in our segment about Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, here's but the read update. The thing. So, all of the buzz from Geraldo Rivera makes you wonder if Geraldo is one of the several John Doe's scattered throughout the Jeffrey Epstein cases. Headline this afternoon, Geraldo Rivera, a certain someone, was, quote, brave to wish Ghislaine Maxwell well. Interesting. Yes. Hi, Bradley. Hi. I'm waving my hand. Um, tweet. From Geraldo. When the president said he wished Ghislaine Maxwell, also he does hashtag Ghislaine Maxwell arrested well, with media mob eager to see her, well, I'm not going to use that word, see her taken down, let's mm-hmm. say. It was brave to weigh in. Fact. Oh. Fact. Cases versus her are for crimes allegedly committed more than 25 years ago. She deserved bail and got solitary confinement, woke politics. So what that says is that Geraldo has some strong opinions about Ghislaine Maxwell, which plays perfectly into your blinds item. This is so interesting. Okay, now I'm going down that rabbit hole. Thank you very much. And good night. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Interesting. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for those delicious blind items, Holly. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Uh, a lot of people have been watching the Unsolved Mysteries show on Netflix. Mm, good. And I think we're all desperate for some updates. Well, we have one Ooh. on one of the cases outlined on Unsolved Mysteries. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on in that case when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, you know, we got to talk about a show that we've been watching and a lot of people have been watching on Netflix. And when we talk TV, we do a little here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're here. Watching Live. And that show, of course, is uh, Unsolved Mysteries which dropped on Netflix very recently. And I think a lot of people during this time of quarantine uh, have been looking for some new TV to get into. This one is a great throwback to the previous version of um, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah. It's like a great show. It's such a good show. And you've watched the whole thing. I've watched the whole thing. And one of the things that's so great about Unsolved Mysteries, or at least the Unsolved Mysteries of yore, was that the attention that that show gave to the cases led people to start coming out with information about those, credible information about those unsolved cases. And then uh, the investigators who have worked on those cases are allowed to then um, check out new leads. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there's one case, and then and then on the old Unsolved Mysteries, we'd get the update later, which was like our favorite part, right? Well, we're not there quite yet with this Unsolved Mysteries. However, um, we're hearing little bits and bites about things that are coming up from that show, Unsolved Mysteries. Today, the news is about Alonzo Brooks, um, and that is one of the cases outlined in Unsolved Mysteries. It uh, involves a 23-year-old by the name of Alonzo Brooks who went to a party in a neighboring town in Kansas, in the Kansas City area, near Topeka, where he, um, where his family lived, uh, and never arrived home from that party. Yeah. Um, there have been some questions about the circumstances around the finding of his body. Um, they had combed the area near the party many times, and it was when the family decided to organize their own combing of the area 
that they found his body a month later. Well, yeah, and it was really creepy because they the the body was in a state where even though the I don't know if it was the medical examiner or the coroner, but somebody was like, yeah, it's not really that unusual. It seemed like everything was within the realms of possibility. But the family was like, um, his body was like perfectly like pristine. Yeah, like in a in a condition that you wouldn't expect a body that had been outside for weeks. Right, right, and uh, there were some. Other, you know, he had some personal affects on him, things like his wallet, things like his, um, you know, pictures in his pocket, a, a letter in his pocket, his paycheck stub, that's what it was, in his pocket, that were not damaged by elements yeah, at all. Yeah, it was and very that was, odd. Yeah, a little bit suspicious. Well, it turns out the FBI, the a spokesperson for the Kansas FBI has confirmed that the body of Alonzo Brooks has been exhumed as part of the ongoing investigation. Wow. Because there was some, I mean, there are multiple theories about why his body may have n- not decomposed uh-huh. in the way that they uh, assumed that a body would decompose. Yeah. But obviously, they there's enough in this case happening that they see it fit to open the investigation in this way and, again, exhume the body. What's what's interesting is that I don't believe the FBI was involved the first time around. I believe it was the Kansas Bureau Mm -hmm. uh, of Investigation, which is the state uh, organization that would have been. And there was like, there were just all these implications. So for people listening who haven't watched, they're like, well, what does it matter with the, how the body with the, um, people assumed that the body was hidden, perhaps even like in cold storage. And Mm -hmm. then, after the cops were done looking for it, they moved the body out, um, you know, such that they felt like they could, you know, finally do something with the body after, you know, holding on to it for a number of weeks, which there are theories about. But but um, it's interesting that the FBI got it, uh, got into this particular case as a result of the show, which just shows you, you know, the importance of shows like this and like the unique moment that we find ourselves because Social media, I think, in addition to just the spread of the actual media itself on Netflix, gives you know all sorts of people at, uh, eyeballs on this story that never would have been there otherwise. Absolutely. Like even in the old incarnation of of uh, unsolved, unsolved mysteries, mysteries. that you know it's interesting because I am well, I watched that show sort of in tandem mm-hmm. with reading the book I'll Be Gone in the Dark and watching the docu series on HBO I'll yeah. Be Gone in the Dark and what and the, the 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 tie for me the thing that I find interesting that applies to both is um, the way Michelle McNamara who wrote the book I'll Be Gone in the Dark about the Golden State Killer how she described an obsession with an unsolved case mm-hmm. and how she talked about you know find a lead and work it to dust that you don't that that there is something about the human condition that needs answers when there are none and that's what that's the itch that unsolved mysteries scratches yeah. And likely there are answers. It's just that the the right people haven't discovered the right information. And that's what the power of a show like. Well, and actually, it's interesting that you brought up uh, Michelle McNamara. I mean, that case, again, is a case that only could have been solved um, in the current moment. Yes. And it's because of uh, the DNA technology. And it's also because of the open source nature of the DNA technology that had created this database of DNA that people were able to sort of cross-reference and come up with a potential 
suspect right. or not a potential a suspect in this particular case and the same is true with alonzo brooks like that's what i love about unsolved mysteries writ large not the show per se is that they're always unsolved until they're solved i right. know that sounds dumb no but like the potential exists in the future based on you know technology changing or you know other information coming to light to solve the, these crimes and i kind of like that that like you don't close a case for good just because you can't find the answer in that moment that that right. case will always have the potential for somebody to look at it again until if it's a murder that is right um until it's solved and it may not be that they're waiting for a person to know the thing that breaks it open right it's that science progresses in yeah. such a way very often Absolutely. and so um and to your point exactly what you said about that uh the golden state killer 2020 was the time for that case to be solved because of the world we're living in now and so hopefully and and so this is what we're looking forward to with the show unsolved mysteries is inevitably once they've you know, they got six episodes. I think it was six, right? Six episodes out. Mm -hmm. There's going to be another drop of some other new episodes coming soon. And then following that, we're going to start to see some of these updates as these cases move forward. Yeah. So you really get to be kind of an active participant yeah. in Absolutely. those cases. It gives you something to focus on. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your irrational fear? Oh, uh, I had a conversation with some girlfriends about this and the things that came up were hilarious. What is the thing you're afraid of and everybody makes fun of you for it because it's irrational? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.